Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Wow. Tell somebody you are blessed. And I'm also blessed. Let us pray. Father, thanks for this opportunity. Thanks for this time. What an honor it is, Lord, to be in the church today. We are really, really thankful that you called us and enabled us to be here and gather together like this today. Speak to us, we we ask you, for your word will sustain us. Your word will keep us. Your word will strengthen us. We are grateful. Guide us by your great power. In the name of Jesus we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Wow. Are you excited to be here today? Welcome all those of you who are from the different branches. Those who are here for the first time, it is a blessing to be here. Now, let's get straight to the word of God. Bible says the world is sustained by the word of God. None of you here are interested in any stories, personal stories or ideas that I may have from my background. What you want is God's word. Amen. Now I've been preaching about the determinants and um, what determines your life. Now, this is very important because you are young. And when you are young, you have a chance to make changes and make improvements and make midstream corrections when you are young. When you get older, even when you make the changes, it doesn't change much. You get it? One day I met a lady who was living alone in her house. And she said to me, I am living alone because I was proud. I was a proud wife. And my husband left me. Because I was, I didn't ask, I didn't, I'm, I'm, she's so much older than me that I cannot, I didn't know her when she was younger. And I, never, I only knew her as an older, old woman, old lady. And but she said, I live alone because of my pride. And she, she said, my husband would come and beg for me to have some time with me. But I was too proud. And she described a particular day 
where her husband came to her workplace and she made him sit outside as a nobody. She said to me, I was proud. Now, she's made a correction. But it cannot change her situation. And did not change her situation. She continued to live alone for many more years. Yeah. Because knowing the great wisdom of God does not change your life from a certain point onwards. It only makes you like a wise man with advice to give to people. But your real life, not so much can change, even though your mind has changed. And you agree with most of the things in the Bible. So I'm saying what I'm saying so that I'm sharing what I'm sharing so that I can help to give you an advantage. Do you understand? As a young person, because most of us here are below the age of 30. And ministry and life rarely starts by the age of 30. You must be settled in what you are going to be. Because Jesus started his ministry when he was 30. And the Bible teaches that Levites and priests become priests when they are 30 years old. Some, some say 25, some 30. Depending on which of the books you are reading. So from 25 to 30, you must be, be beginning to get settled in what your life is about. Do you understand? But it is possible to make a lot of changes at a certain point. So we are here for changes. You know, I don't want anybody to know the theories of the Bible but not make changes. Then the Bible and the word of God has not benefited you. Because you are not making the necessary changes that you ought to make as a young person. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So listen carefully. Listen well. Because it is not possible. And I'll tell you. Some of you are here in the university. Even going, attending the university as a young person is different from growing up and realizing that you haven't got a degree and coming to workers' college or which other college to join and do maturity classes to become a graduate. Those graduates are even different from those who just saw the wisdom earlier and started from scratch. So try to listen and just like, don't listen to my message like I'm preaching, you know, for some time. Like, there must be something to implement today for you and implement. When you go out of here, go as an implementer. Introduce yourself as Implementer John. If your name is John, say, I'm Implementer John. Or I'm Implementer Jacob. Whatever your name is. Kukwa, I'm Implementer Kukwa. I'm here to implement the word of God. Hey! Are you listening to me? Very good. Now, today I want to really, you know, I've been saying little few things here and there about Abraham and so on. But I, I feel that I should just zero in on what I believe is the greatest determinant. Really, what it is. 
the, the greatest determinant of people's lives. And um, when, I, when I share that with you, I will show you 12 ways to get it. Of course, we will not finish today, but we'll start. Amen. Amen. Now, I believe the greatest determinant of your life in, in spiritual terms is a blessing. So, to be blessed, I believe, is the greatest determinant of your life. All right? And of obviously, without even saying so, a curse is another determinant. But it's like the reverse of the blessing. You get what I'm saying? So, let's look at blessings. So, everybody here... It's a little different from what I was sharing earlier about the fact that you, there are five things in Ecclesiastes 9-11. The race is not to the swift, nor to the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill. But time and chance happened to them all. No. In that scripture, you learn that speed is important. Strength is important. Skill is important. Wisdom is important. Understanding is important. Even with me, understanding is very important. I would prefer to employ a graduate to sweep my house than not. So I have almost anybody I employ is a graduate. The reason is understanding. Yes. The reason is understanding. Because... is that why we do so many courses, even the UGRCs that you do? You will not understand, but if you grow up, you'll understand that education is, is to become broad-minded. That is why we do unrelated courses and things which we don't even want to do. Because it makes you broad-minded. And that's the difference between an, a person who has not been to the university and a person who has been. It's the broadness of the person's thinking. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, God wants us to be deeper and wider in terms of our understanding of things. And that makes you rich. Yeah. That's why those who have been to the university... And more usually than those who are not. Those who are faster in recognizing the importance of education get richer faster. Those who are quicker in seeing that this political party will win and these people will not win, no matter what ideology they have, are the faster ones to think they win elections and go and join themselves to the right party. There are some very good people who should have been doing things in Ghana, but they've joined themselves to the wrong group which cannot win and which are never winning. Are you listening to me? Right. Now, but there is one thing that overrides that and that is a blessing. So when you are blessed, alright, you are going to really do well. Now we have two characters in the Bible. Alright, one was Esau and one was Isaac. Isaac was blessed. God told Abraham, I'll bless you. Sarah 
will have a child. Sarah had one child, Isaac. And the blessing is going to come through Sarah. All right? And so Isaac was born. Now, Esau was the child of the maid in the house. And in those days, a maid's duties included giving birth. Today, maid's duties have been reduced (laughs) to like... Um, cooking some, some even don't cook Cleaning Babysitting Helping with whatever But it has sort of been re- reduced a bit so That particular duty Has been Sort of Taken off The list of duties Which I think Some people are not happy about <laughs> Yes, both boys and girls. Yeah. Some, girl, some, some girls would readily, readily have a maid. Because those, when, a, when a maid cooked for her, the, the man, it didn't mean that you owned the man. It means you, you've worked. And you go. You've done your function. And you go. Yes. Finish cooking and go. Yeah. So, in the same way, you know, um, giving birth was not considered as, if you sleep with him and he is able to impregnate you, it doesn't mean at all that you are the madame, or it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's a function. Give birth and go. So, some girls would have been so happy to offload the burden of their sexually active husband whose zeal seems to be never ending everlasting and almost eternal and his desire are not is not fulfilled or contained even though he gives birth do you understand? And some men also would have been happy to have those services continued for the introduction of variation and also for the introduction of um, more energetic services where the original one is tired of offering her services. So, yes, as a standby. You keep laughing at what I'm saying, but you realize that as life goes on, you realize that what I'm saying, there is something to it. Alright? But anyway, as at now, it has been reduced, the duties of a maid. Alright? Now, I don't know how we got into that, but Isaac was blessed and Hagar, the maid of Sarah, gave birth to Ishmael. Now, God was talking to uh, Ishmael's mother and so on. And even Abraham was praying about it because Ishmael was really his firstborn child. And and Abraham was saying, no, please remember my son Ishmael. And God said, no problem. I will remember him. And he said, as for blessing, I'll bless him. 
and multiplying, and he will beget 12 princes. But Isaac is the one through whom the whole world is going to be blessed, and he is going to be multiplied exceedingly. All right? So these are two children. One was 12 years older than the other. Then when they both got married, Jacob, Isaac went and married Rebecca. That was a marriage born like out of a Nigerian film or a romantic, <laughs> what do you call it, where they went and got this girl who was standing by the roadside and helping the water and she was the right one. It was like a Nigerian film. <laughs> you get it. And Rebecca became the wife of Isaac. And then, after that, um, Ishmael also went and got different wives and Ishmael gave birth quickly and he is one of those fathers who gives birth to only sons yes sons you know there are families you see they have three boys four boys I know one family they have seven boys it's like the girl is just not coming and they keep trying for a girl and then it always turns into a boy at the last moment so in the end Ishmael had 12 boys 12 boys and Isaac did not have a child the child wasn't coming huh? meanwhile God has said it's Isaac who is blessed so in the end Isaac prayed about it and Rebekah had the child and she struggled to give birth and when she was giving birth again there were two Jacob and Esau and God chose Jacob and changed his name and Isaac blessed his son Jacob who was the second born actually when Isaac was going to die he realized that it was time to die soon he said to his son Go and make some of the meat that I love. So that when I eat it, I will bless you. Which shows that you don't have, a person doesn't have to be fasting in order to proclaim the word or to proclaim a powerful blessing. Rather, he had eaten when he spoke those powerful words which are working up till today. So sometimes you think that you must only fast. And if you are not fasting, the words that are coming are not so powerful. But Isaac did the opposite. He said, I want to eat first. When I'm eating, I'll be very powerful. And then I will speak words. Hallelujah. That's just a little knock at our traditions. So, Isaac came along and Jacob's mother, I mean the mother, said to her son, because she liked the second one. Alright, now you see, when you are there, you know, it's when you are liked or chosen, you have to really sort of respect it. Because, you know, it, you will not be chosen for much in life. Three, four people may ever choose you for anything. Five. You keep watching. Yeah. So anytime there is a person who has power to choose and the person chooses you, do not joke with 
The fact that you are chosen. You know, it's, it's, it's wonderful. If, if, if God blesses you, you are appointed to do something, you are invited to do something, you are called, you are chosen, value it very, very much. Because I don't know why a mother liked the second one. And those of you who have children will know. One child can make you like him or her. Yeah, depends on so many things. But anyway, she really liked her boy, Jacob. And Esau, she wasn't, it was her son. But it was different. So she went and she called him when Esau went out. She said, look, your father is about to give the determinant. Yes. Your, your father is about to give the determinant of the two of, you, of your lives. Now I can see that the best determinant or the real determinant is going to be given to him. But I prefer you to get that determinant. So she said, I'm going to organize something. I have some meat already. And I'm the one who has been cooking for him. So I'm going to prepare it the way he likes. You organize yourself and get some skin. He says, because Esau was a hairy man. So she gets some skin to cover yourself and go. So she prepared it quickly. The stew, the way he liked it. You know? And came to him. And then... Jacob, then Jacob said, but when he discovers it, he said, ha, you are not Esau. He, he, he will curse me. And she said, I know about that. I'll take it for you. Anything that is spoken, I receive it for you. Don't worry. So he said, okay. No, Jacob was very clever. You know, he knew his blessings and the power of these kind of things. Yeah. So he said, I will take it for you. No problem. So Jacob came, covered himself with the hair. Then he said, my father, I have brought the venison that you asked me to prepare. And he said, ah, are you sure? He said, because it is the voice of Jacob. But it's the venison that I love. Then she felt him and said, but you feel like Esau, but you sound like Jacob. So that was the critical point where the whole thing was... The whole thing was going to turn into a beast. Or, but Jacob was already covered because he had said that if they curse, it, 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 it my mother would take it. <laughs> my mother would take it out for me. So, as he prepared the food, and Jacob and, and, and Isaac ate and was full. And he begged, ah, get me something to drink. And the anointing was now falling on him. Yeah. For those who, when you haven't fasted, you feel that God cannot move because you haven't fasted. This is a lesson for you. Are you there? And then um, he asked him, 
are you my very son Esau? Because he felt his hands too. His hands were different. You know, if you know somebody well, you can know the person by the person's hands. Your, your palms. If you know somebody well, you, when you shake the person, you, you can know. The palms are quite different. So, he felt their hands and he said, you, it's, Esau's, it's Jacob's hand, it's not Esau's hand. The whole thing wanted to change. But, he just said, okay. Then, at a point, his, his father Isaac said to him, come let me kiss my son. And he kissed him. And when he kissed him, he smelled the smell of his raiment. You see, now there's something that provokes the blessing to come. Like, like with curses and blessings. Like usually there is something natural that is happening. And then it, it is the launching pad for the blessing. So when he smelled him, he started, this is the smell of a blessed person that he started to speak. Yes. Because it was the smell of what he thought was Esau that packed him off. He says, see, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. That was the first sentence. He said, come, come there and kiss me. Came. When he came there, he said, mm. and then he smelled him. Because he was waiting for the spark to speak the blessing. Hallelujah. In my book on blessings, you will see the achievements of blessed people. And you will see that it can never compare with someone who is not blessed. And I saw it when I went to Israel. Because in Israel they were selling t-shirts. I don't know why they didn't buy it. I think I was a bit afraid. They had written on the front. Uh, achievements of Israel. Israelis. What they have invented. All the inventions and scientific discoveries of Israel, Israelis. And then at the back, Palestinians. And there was nothing. They have never accomplished. They have not invented anything. They have not designed anything. They have not, I mean, all the Arab world, they have not, never invented, created anything, built in nothing. Hey! <laughs> it's fantastic. So you must make sure you get one of those t shirts when you go to Israel. They sell them there as souvenirs. But it has a whole list. Very interesting list. So he says, see the smell of my son. It's as the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore, the God give thee the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and let people serve thee and let nations bow down to thee and be Lord over thy brethren. Let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee. And blessed be he that blessed thee. Yeah. That is why we are also starting a small ministry in Israel. Because blessed is he that blessed thee is there. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Now verse 30 And it came to pass As soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob And Jacob was just gone out of the room From the presence of Isaac his father That Esau his brother came from hunting Like he was now bringing the live animal that he has caught You get it And they were now going to either kill it or skin it And they were now going to season it In the way that the father likes And if the father is a person who likes meat well seasoned It's going to take some time It's not this type of Ghana girls cooking that you see that When you bite the meat You see that the deep freezer water is what you are tasting There is no taste It's only on the outside Something on the outside that is not working on the inside Wow Do you want to bring more, more chairs to the front? Because I can see that you are... There's no point in people coming to church and being outside, please. You can bring some two, two or three rows to the front, please. Help. Fast. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, I'm, I'm just trying to define what a blessing is. And he also had made savory meat and brought it to his father. And he said, Father, let my father arise. Let my father arise. Hallelujah. Let my father arise and eat of his son's venison, that my soul may bless thee. And Isaac, his father, said unto him, Who are thou? I've finished blessing. I finished blessing And Isaac trembled Very exceedingly And said who Where is he that had taken venison And brought it to me And I have eaten of all before thou camest And I have blessed him Yea and he shall be blessed You know Isaac responds to being deceived He said Yeah I know I've been tricked Actually the guy is blessed I spoke the words Do you want to come forward Oh yeah Come forward rather Hallelujah Glory to God. Are you there? Are you still around? Tell your neighbor the word of God is coming to me. 
hope is coming to you too. Wow. Now, I'm continuing, but I, there's a particular verse I've underlined it in my Bible. When I get there, I want everybody to really be listening at that time. So I hope you guys will finish quickly what you are doing. All right. He says, He shall be blessed. What verse is that? 3 3. Wow. And when he saw heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. And he said, Thy brother came in with subtlety and hath taken away thy blessing. You see, this is the greatest passage on blessing for you to understand how great blessing is in determining the future. Yeah. And you see, when you are spiritual, you will know that that's really what is going to determine everything. Is the blessing. Not the school. Not the education. Not the connections. Not so many things. But the blessing. Yeah. It's going to determine much of what is going to happen in your life. Amen. And he said, is, it, is he not rightly named Jacob? Because Jacob means somebody who cheats. You know, he said, is it not the correct name that was given to him? He has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. And now behold, he has taken my blessing. And then he said, has thou not reserved a blessing for me? Now the verse that we are looking for and that I want you to note and circle and underline is the next verse. Because he rephrases what is a blessing. And he redescribes what is a blessing. In verse 37. And Isaac answered and said unto Esau. Isaac is now explaining what the blessing has done. Three things that his blessing, those words that he spoke, three things, it did three things. Number one, he says, I have made him thy Lord. So a blessing makes you into something. And he said, I have made him thy Lord. That's why Israel is a small country. And it is whipping all the countries around. Yeah, I tell you, even when they are united, rarely are Arabs united. Rarely. But even when they became united and planned to attack Israel at the same time during the Six Day War and the Yom Kippur War, the Israel still defeated them. The attack in the north, Syria came from the north. Egypt came from the Sinai. Jordan came from here. Everybody came. They used Jordan. They used everywhere. And they surrounded them. And they attacked. Even when they were united. Israel still says, I have made him thy Lord. Then, second is that he has given him something. He says, and I have given to him for thy servants. 
All his brethren have I given to him for servants. I've given him servants. Wow, which is you. Unfortunately. So a blessing makes you into something. Three things that a blessing does. One, it makes you into something. Two, it gives you something. And three, it said, I have sustained him with corn and wine. I have sustained him. So a blessing uh, does three powerful things. It says, I have made him your Lord. I've given him servants. You see, a servant is worth more than all the salary that you, your servant or your employee ever uses or is given. It's your money. <laughs> yeah, it's your money. If you are my servant or you work for me and you are paid, it's my money. Because I can say tomorrow, don't work and I'll keep the money that you are, that is being given to you. So when somebody says, I've given him servants, wow, it's a powerful thing. And number three, I have sustained him with corn and wine. How many want to be sustained and blessed? Hallelujah. So ladies and gentlemen, you must know that this is the power of a blessing. And a blessing can change your life and determines the future of your life. Now, don't grow up to find out that all the things in the Bible are true. They are all true now. And believe them now and live your life in such a way that you will be blessed. Recently, I met with some pastors and I was telling them, I asked them, how many of you have stolen money from the offering before or maybe not stolen but taken or maybe not taken used or maybe not used chanced upon or not chanced upon borrowed from the offering and I told them that if you have done that then it, it makes you a thief and there is a curse on a thief and so I don't want you as pastors to become cursed people so I'm going to give them an opportunity to say that oh yes I've chanced upon this money I've borrowed this money I've taken this money and once you say that that is the end of the matter and I'm giving you the opportunity to come out of that situation where you will be called a thief not by me but by the eternal laws of heaven and earth that a thief is not a blessed person yes a thief is not a blessed person for me I'm afraid of the church money I don't want to misuse it it is as serious as um, any other sin to misuse mishandle overuse wrongly use take and misappropriate money because it makes you a thief and a thief is a cursed person I mean, and for me I believe that curses 
work and blessings determine a lot of things in the future outcome. So those are, that is why like when you take something like apple, which is also stealing and cheating, it's also a cursed thing. For instance, your generation, which have grown up on apple, have more curses associated with your lives. It's true. You have more curses associated with you. Even the very qualification that you are going to get, you may be wondering later why your life is not going a certain way. For me, I've always believed in care. I remember I had a friend when I was in school, I, I, I learned about tithing. And where God said, I will bless you with tithing, you are cursed because you've stolen from God. She was my friend, and when the exam results came, she didn't get A's and so on. She got some other de- uh, quali- lower degrees. Then she was saying, God, God has failed her. And why has God failed me? And I sat, I called her now, because I had my quiet time and I saw this tithing thing. And I called her and I said, do you pay tithes? That was in secondary school. She said, no. I said, that is the reason why you didn't do well. Yeah. A, a devourer has taken your A's and your B's and you are left with C's and D's. And I was, I was what, 16 years old or 17 years old. As far back as that, I believe in blessings and curses. So those of you who are here, you, don't be, you are not afraid. Because all these things you can't see, you, are, you have to become spiritual and believe in the spiritual effects of things. Oh yeah, you must. I'm expecting you to, to rise up and be spiritual. Hallelujah. So you see here that this guy was now very, very, very concerned. And Isaac said, look, I've made him a Lord. No matter what happens, he will be Lord. Number two, I've given him seven, which are you. So by all means, you, you will work for him. And number three, I have sustained him. By all means, he will prosper. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, later on, Jacob went and stayed with Laban, who was his uncle. Every trick that Laban tried to do, Jacob still increased and became plenty of stuff. At the point, Jacob said, Lord, I have seen that God has blessed me and blessed all of us here because you are here. So he didn't want him to go. Yeah. He saw that God, had, he became mighty and he could see the blessing that was on Jacob. And he grew and became mighty. There is no nation on earth which has a book like the Bible. There's no nation. You, can you remember? Is there any nation which has a book that is read everywhere in the world about their history? And David and Goliath and Job and Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. There is no group in the whole world but the Bible. Hallelujah. So today, we are seeing that a blessing is a powerful thing. And you must, therefore, as young people, seek to be blessed. So I just want to share with you maybe one or two of the ways how, what must I do to receive or a blessing or to get myself blessed. So you can you could call it how to get myself blessed. Yeah. Like somebody to say something that will happen. 
or a blessing from God to come on you. How many want a blessing? Yeah. That is why we don't just marry in court. And that is why the church where you marry and the person who officiates your wedding is very important. It depends on whether the person can pronounce certain blessings. And one of the reasons why sometimes when people are getting married, sometimes they want you to come and officiate their wedding, it's not for a blessing they are seeking. It's just the prestige of, oh, Bishop was there, oh, came, Bishop was there, this person was there, this person was there. So when I see that, that it is not the spiritual thing they are after, which is most of the time, I don't feel encouraged to go and officiate wedding. But where I see that they want a blessing, even if, and I see sometimes, oh, I was not able to be there. They don't come later and say, I need the blessing. That blessing that was not there on that day, I need that blessing. They don't come because that's not what they want. They want the prestige of the occasion that, oh, yeah, Bishop was there, this one was there, this one. They're not after any blessing. But Jacob was a spiritual man who was after a blessing. And Esau, even though he was somewhere, knew the power of the blessing. Yeah. And I believe in blessings. I believe in blessings. So what must I, what what did I tell you is called? How to get myself blessed. How many want to know how to get yourself blessed in this life? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, number one. Obey the call of God No matter what it is It will become a blessing to you Yeah That is one of the ways to, 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 For a blessing to come on your life Because Genesis 12 Verse 1 Now the Lord had said to Abraham Get thee out of thy country And from thy brethren And from thy father's house Unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. When God calls you. eh, And you obey. You are blessed. You know there is a blessing on my life. Because I obeyed. The call of God and because I'm obeying the call of God as far as I know yeah it brings a blessing and many people have are, are blessed out of that blessing that I am enjoying yeah I cannot ascribe the car that I drive to being a doctor there are many doctors here If your father does not buy a car for you, you may not have a car. Even though you are a doctor. Wow. Yeah. This year, I have been to uh, Botswana to preach the word of God. To me, it's a great blessing. And I've been invited to many places. I can't even remember the places I've been to this year. Yeah. Hmm? 
You see, some of you are praying for a visa, one visa. True or not true? You are saying, oh Lord. If it is possible for you to remember me. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What an amazing blessing. And obeying the call of God brings blessings. Just that obedience makes you blessed. So, if I was to follow medicine, I would be walking away from a blessing. That's why I don't, I, don't follow, I don't follow medicine or money. Because I, I, you see, in America, if you go and work in a hospital, everybody's salary is on the internet. Like if I ask you, I can just Google you and I see your salary. Yeah, everybody's salary is there. And you know what everybody has. Yeah. So it is not difficult to, to hear certain amounts of money that are being mentioned as these are things. But instead of Abraham to follow money, he followed what God had called him to do. Wow. And God blessed him. And he started to be blessed. You know, many people are enjoying the blessings in my life. Ida will not have. Ida, you see, when we did the stream star, the stars, other stars, we see that so many people can sing. So many people can sing to a point. Yes, so many people can sing to a point. Most singers don't have anything to do with their singing after school. I mean, school is almost the last point. I mean, have you ever seen somebody coming from Echo Bank? The person is a singer. And the person is Echo Bank singers or, or, or yes, Echo Bank voices. Eh? Eh? Or Tigo, Tigo voices. Joyful singers of Barclays. Oh. MTN choir. No. The last point, the last point for your singing ability and your gift is probably the last day when you finish school here. Yeah. That will be the last day of your ability to sing. I mean, have you ever met these are NDC voices? <laughs> or these are the voices of MPP? Or the MPP choir? No. No. It's not common. You're not easily going to become a singer when you are in NPP. Or Echo Bank. Stan Chat. Daughters of Stan Chat. Wow. But that blessing, 
that, that blessing that blesses and multiplies would even allow for somebody as low as a singer. But there's no job in Ghana, singers wanted. There's nothing like that anywhere in Ghana, singers wanted. Apply today, apply today, singers wanted. Audition is now. Oh, it's like a joke when they say talent, whatever, those things they're doing, what is it called? Mentor, whatever. I mean, just laughing at people and, I mean, oh. Yeah. Where people have had something to do from God. If the ladies without any preaching abilities find something to do even to type to type for God that there is something work enough to make you be typing for years it's a blessing it's, it's like a, a presence that's why I said I have sustained him with corn and wine I've sustained him so obeying the call of God you know that's why you know, sometimes people look, look at me and they're expecting me to tell them, oh, leave your job or what? Leave your job. Look, I will never tell you to leave your job. Especially your great job which gives you so much whatever. I will never ask you to leave it. I will rather pray for you in the job. If you see a call of God, eh, it is not for anybody but you yourself to see the need for you to give up what you need to give up. So that you can serve the Lord. Yes. The call of God. When a person is called, God says to him, whatever it is he's supposed to do. In Abraham's case, it was to march out. Hmm. And to have a child. It was his calling. It creates abundance. Money. You always be looking for explanations. Those who have searched for the riches will not be getting them. Because I have many things that those who have searched for it don't have. Rather, I who am not after those things. I have have seen them. Yeah. So, if God has called you and you know it in your heart, if you want to be blessed, obey the call of God. It is not a curse to work for God. It is not a curse to preach the gospel. It is an honor. It is a blessing. It is a great blessing. If God will call you, what an honor it is. A God will say to you, come, my servant. Wherever you are, you shall be blessed. So my friends, do what God has called. And many of us, God has called. You think God is calling a few people? No, God is calling you. God wants to work with you. God wants to use you. God wants to... You see, when God is calling you, you'll be thinking that God wants my my American passport. God wants my salary. God, pa... God, pa... Look at a nice person like me. Like, seriously? God, are you serious? Seriously, God? Me? With a, you, are, you are calling me? Can't you see how nice I am? How can I leave Echo Bank? How 
can I leave Standard Chartered Bank? How can I leave NPP? How can I leave NDC? Wow. Like seriously? When, when you have, when you have the call of God, if God has called you, thank him and run after the call, run after the call. Don't think, run, obey. Don't think you think you think to your own confusion. Serving God is about faith. It's not about calculations. I've never calculated. If I was to do calculations, Rather, I calculated that I've lost everything. When I came to serve the Lord, I knew that I will never travel again. That's why traveling is a funny thing to me. Sometimes when I sit on the plane, I say, ah! I knew that I'm traveling for the last. Because you see, before I came full time, fully, fully full time, I made one last trip to the UK. Yeah, and that flight was paid for by my father, my father's business hotel. My father had a hotel. I was running it, and I knew this is it. I looked around for the last time. I said, See you. I looked inside the plane. Bye bye. I've traveled for the last. You can ask my secretaries. I have the invitations like that on the table. Plenty. Come for this, come for this, come for this, come for this. Tell them I can't come. Tell them I can't. Even now, I should have been in Australia. They call me and say, please, can you come to preach? To be our main speaker. I say, I, I cannot come. I cannot. Find somebody. I'll call some of my pastors. If you can, can you see if you can go? I say, oh, I have this person. How can you accept? Yeah. They, they, not that I will pay. They will pay. When I get, they'll put me in the, the best hotel. Oh, yeah. And give me money when I'm going. Wow. I said, I beg you, I cannot come. I knew it was the last trip. Don't think, you see, the love of money is the root of all evil, including the evil of poverty. Poverty is an evil. And one of the causes of poverty is the love of money. Mm-hmm. Like, because poverty itself is evil. And what causes poverty is the love of money. Why, why is Ghana as it is? Why, why, is it, why is it that in Nigeria, which has the sixth largest producer of oil in the world, why, are they, why don't they have petrol? Why are they poor? The, what is the root of that evil? Is the love of money. And even in your life, the love of money is the root of your disasters. Yeah. Your future disasters is all linked to just money. Loving money. It will lead to an evil in your life. So I want to recommend to you the greatest gift of all to obey the call of God. And there are many people here. God has called you. Don't look for money. Look for and say, Lord, yes, Lord, here I am. Use me. Send me. Take me. I love you, Lord. Lucifer feels you will never serve God. 
Because Lucifer was in the house serving. There were three of them. He, uh, uh, Michael and Gabriel. And there were three princes. Regal, probably about 11 feet high. And they were supreme beings. And they were all in the house. Worshipping God. And one day when the Lord told them, told him, I'm going to make another creation. And this is going to be looking like me. They are going to be above angels. Michael was happy. Angel Michael, the prince Michael, was happy. Gabriel, the dreamer, the revelator, was also happy. They didn't know what God was doing. But Lucifer was quiet. And he became moody. And they asked him, why are you quiet? He said, nothing. You see, that, that behavior is from Lucifer. It originally is Lucifer. Yeah. He said, why, why are you quiet about this? Michael said, our, our father is all wise. Whatever he decides to do will be wonderful. And Gabriel said he has been having dreams. And God is making things. And Lucifer was just quiet. At a point he was in his palace. Because they were princes. They had palaces. But princes have palaces. Yeah. The Bible says the princes of this world had known. They would not have crucified the son. They were princes. He was in his palace. Sitting in his, in his libraries. Where they had all these instruments and things for music. He was the original worshipper. Yeah. Yeah. They came to call him. Why are you not coming? Oh, nothing. Watch out for those who say nothing. Who don't answer questions when you ask them. Who are always evading and avoiding answering questions. He said there's nothing. It's okay. Lucifer, your attitude is changing. He said it's nothing. It's just, don't worry about that. I meditate. I'm in my palace. Why didn't you come yesterday? Nothing. And Lucifer was in charge of one third of the angels. In that story, he had a panther. He had a special cat, like a big panther. That was his pet. He was always moving around with it. Yeah. A lot of the animals you see here, they are there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was always pairing. It was moving with him. And when he when when he eventually turned, he said, but we were we were all happy here. Christ will call him for a meeting, informing him about what they are going to do. But this time his attitude was different. So listen, my friend. Lucifer thinks that you too. Eh? will not love the father and he has come down to this earth to dissuade everybody away from the father and take people away from God and he thinks that you will, will also be one of them who won't love God but Christ died for us and he knows that there will be some people who will love God and love Christ 
and will reject that thing and say, no, I will not be against my father. I like my father. My father's wishes are good wishes. Yeah. Because Lucifer could not understand the decision of God to make. If you read the Bible, the Bible says that thou was there when the creation was made. Lucifer was there. And that is where probably this whole thing started. Ladies and gentlemen, the call of God. As for me, I cannot tell you any other reason that I have a car parked downstairs other than the call of God. Yeah, because I know fellow colleagues, doctors, specialists upon specialists, yeah, who have, they don't have a car to drive. Yeah, they have to get a loan. I don't have a loan. So, follow God's call. What is God's call? God's call is calling you. Say, you know, I remember walking between house 18 and house 12 when I was doing my A-levels in Achimota School. We had on the Western Compound house 18, house 12. I was, I was walking, preparing for A-level. It was in the evening around 5 o'clock. And I was seriously with my past questions and other things I was preparing. And I said in my heart, I only want to work for God. Yeah, at that time. Because you see, when God calls, sometimes you are young. And you don't know what it means, but you just know that it is God you want to work for. If you read, most of my books are about working for God. Yes, most of them. So obey God. Follow him. Follow him. It's better than following your own plan or idea. And you'll be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Let me give you one more. Be a good son or daughter. Yeah. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother. Which is the first commandment with a promise. Yes. That's the blessing. It's what he's calling the promise. That it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. Obey your parents, your father and your mother. And whichever other father or mother God gives you, be obedient. You know why Catholic pastors are called father? Because when when somebody is your pastor, after some time, because he's always caring for you and guiding you, if it's like your father. So it almost looks funny to call him pastor because he's more like your father. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Our pastors are sometimes called father. Because when somebody looks after you, cares for you, talks to you, or telling you what to do, do you understand? The person becomes like a father. So he becomes a father to you. Now, many times your pastor becomes like a father. And I can see even in the church, you know, even now, I can see people who are going to do well. And I can see people who are not going to do well. Yeah. Recently, I had a meeting with some singers. And I pointed, I pointed out to them, I'm, I think it must be, I don't know if it's this year or last year. I had a meeting with a singer. And I pointed out to them, I said, you see this one, this what 
how he behaves. You see this one, this high, this one is going to become like this one is going to become like that. Because when you are a father, as you can see, the way this one is behaving, it leads this way. The way this one is behaving, it goes this way. The way this one is behaving, it goes this way. Straight, you can see. Yeah. Even since I came to this first love church, as a father, a spiritual father to many of you, I can even see this one is going to become like this. This one will be like this. This one will become like this. I can see it. It's a blessing. It's a, it's a, and you see, if you decide, oh, I want to be blessed. Yeah. Then one of the things to do to be blessed is to be an obedient and a good son. And a, a, a child. Yeah. No, you can't be big. In, 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 in the house of God. Nobody can be, you are not useful when you are big. You will notice with me, I, I, you don't see me moving with rich people or so called important people. No, 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 no. So that people even wonder, so everybody is seems to be a child. God loves children, God loves people who love Him and who are obedient to Him. But some of us, even as young people, you are more than a proud uh, 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 elderly person who cannot be advised and who never implements something that is told to you. Yeah. So you said today's appreciation. Look, there is no father who doesn't, all that he wants is that his children will do well. You just want your children to do well. I want you to do well. I want to officiate every single one of your weddings. When I see that you are my church member, I want to come for the wedding. Me, I'm not a ceremonious person. I'm a very casual, more comfortable here than in any ceremonial outfit. When I see it's your wedding, I'll go and iron my shirt and find say, Hey, it's Charlie. Ceremony has come, but you have to. Yeah. And I want to come and pray for you. Hey, and pray for divine escapes for your life from all crises and traps and snares of the enemy. Hey, I want God to harden you and rescue you from all forms of surprise that will come against your life. I want to, I want to come and pray for you and bless you. That is my favorite part of the wedding. That's what they're preaching. It's just a joke because the real counseling, we have done it. You are not even listening to the preaching. We want the wedding to finish quickly. I, I, when, when, when my, when my, uh, my children are getting married, I am as happy as, as if it is my wedding. Oh yeah, it's true. Some of you don't have people Look, I've officiated the wedding Then afterwards I'll go and take the drums and start playing Yeah, because I'm so happy Oh It's a nice thing to me Yeah What do you think I want for you? I want you to be blessed I don't want to be there and say that we have to come and Do outdooring for an illegitimate child That has come from The the man is from Liman And you are from uh, uh, Uh Elizabeth say hey. no, 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 no.
So, if you want the blessing to come on your life, for me, I'm always looking for that. When I see people and they seem to be blessed, I always look for that. Sometimes if I don't know their sisters or their brothers, I start asking questions. Because in a family, you see four children, three children, five children. You see that this one looks like this. This one seems to be blessed. I start to ask, how are you with your father? One day I was talking to someone. I said, ah, you are a daddy's girl. You. She said, what are, what are you saying? I said, I said, you were looking after your father, isn't it? He said, yeah. So I said, when your father left your mother, you stayed with your father, isn't it? Yeah. And you were, you were, you were cooking for him. Yeah. And when he was sick, you were looking after him. Yeah. And you were the only one with him when he died, isn't it? Yeah. I said, ah, I see why you are blessed. I see why you are blessed. You are a daddy's girl. <laughs> yeah. You see, you call it daddy's girl, but it's like an obedient child in relation to the father who has power to, to determine your future. You can say, be blessed. May you be sustained with corn and wine. Hey. <laughs> But some of you, when your father sees you, he's not happy. It's true, he's not happy. You don't make him happy. Yeah, you don't do what he wants. Or your mother. You don't. And you must try. You have to try your best to turn around a curse. I'm telling you, turn around. Turn your, turn the, uh, turn the tide. I'm telling you, yeah, lady. Look, I don't even know how to explain it to you. Those of you who don't like your fathers, it's not a good thing. It's not a good... Anytime I see someone who doesn't like her father, I, I just become worried for the person. Yeah. You don't like your father. You don't like your mother. Hmm? And you are expecting that your life will be different from your father's life. It says, honor thy father. And one of the ways you show disrespect to your father is when he says, go this way. Oh, don't mind him. Guys, he's an old guy. Doesn't know whatever. Oh, Charlie, a guy. Oh, waiting. Oh, an old man waiting. Oh. Yeah. When he says here. When he says here. You know, this guy is there. Have you heard it before? Have you heard it before? Have you said some before? Hey! You've heard it before, isn't it? Mm, it's not a good thing. It doesn't bring blessings. Why does your father not like you? He should like you. It should, it, should be, it should be your effort for him to like you. Yeah. It should be your effort for him to like you. Yeah. Me, you know, when I met Bishop Duncan Williams and many years ago, and I went to the church, his church, you know, the relationship has been over many years. But I am happy that today, he likes me and I like him. 
But also, the other question is, why don't you like your father? By the way, let me tell you something. Feelings are usually mutual. Like, if you feel that you really like me, usually I also really like you. If you are angry with me, usually I'm also angry with you. I mean, <laughs> when you are friends or relation, this one is bored. This one is also bored. <laughs> the feeling is one one draw, I tell you. you are thinking oh my father is whatever your father is also thinking this guy this child this girl she thinks that whatever she feels that this she feels this and that she will see something look she will see look (sighs) and in the church how come the pastor doesn't know you or the pastor doesn't like you Do you think I like every member in the same way? No, there are certain people who draw me. So they draw out of me even the interest and the love. Everybody will get a portion of love. Some people can get as many as 12 extra portions. Yeah. And usually it's the same thing again. Obedience. You see that this one, when you say, when you say stand, you stand. When you say to the left, in the left. When you say run, they run. When you say no, not here, they say no, not there. When you say here, they say yes. Not many are like that, oh. Not many. Not many. One day, some a couple sent me some pictures. They were having a time of their life on some beach somewhere. <laughs> and I said, "Glory be to God." Yeah. Because I remembered the advice I gave to the brother. I said, not here. Here, here. Yeah. You see, when you take your father, the Bible says that when Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan pleased not his father, then he said, I'm going here. You see, if you are a child, you have to look at the things that don't please your father. So, Daddy doesn't like this one. This girl, he doesn't please him. He said, when he saw that the daughters of Canaan pleased not his, his father, he said, I'm going to a different place. Yeah. And he went for a different person. But some of you, when you see that this daughter does not please your father, say, that is what I want. That is what I want. Yeah. That is what I want. You are an old man. You don't know current love. We are, we are in love. When you see this, what your father doesn't like, that is what you want to do. How can you be a blessed person? How can you be? Yes, you may be educated, but not blessed. You may be independent, but not blessed. We have had independence for 60 years. What has it done? I mean, look at this school. Look at this school. Look at the state of the school. Look at the state of the country. We have independence, we have education, we have this, we have this, we have this. Look at it. You may have it, but you are not blessed. When Ishmael, when Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan pleased not his father, then he said, no, you don't please my father. I don't want this one. I don't like it. As some of you say, oof. Daddy doesn't know what it means to be in love. Yeah. Yes. You see, that is time they were doing arranged marriages. But now, we are in a different era. 
He's an old man. He's an ancient man. All right. No problem. I'm ending. The last one for today. Ask directly for a blessing. Just ask for it. Yeah. That's one of the ways to get a blessing. One of the ways is to obey the call of God. Another way is to be a good son to your father, to your pastor, to your the father figure or the mother figure. Yeah. They must like you. Work on it. And the third one is ask for a blessing. You know, because sometimes you realize that they are not even praying for you. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, prayers are not even coming your way. Hey! Genesis 27. Ah, you see that verse? And Esau seeing that the daughters of Canaan please not Isaac his father. So it means that when you look at your father, you can see what pleases him. And what doesn't please him. Yeah. You can see, you know what pleases him, what doesn't please him. And that's the one you are going for. What he doesn't want, that's what you are doing. Hey. When Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan pleased not Isaac his father. Mercy. The last point as we end. Ask for it. Some of you don't even ask for a blessing. Perhaps that is why you are not blessed. Oh yeah, because when you are experienced, you don't just pray for everyone. Some people don't believe in your prayers. Why bother? You'll be sweating and praying. And Father, I don't... When you look at the person has opened his eyes looking at you like this. It's like, what are you sweating for? One day when my church office was my flat... A certain sister came to the church office. And I prayed for her. Her name begins with L. I will not mention her name. But I remember it as if it was yesterday. Yeah. I gave her the advice she was looking for. And I said, Let her. I had a desk. I had a desk. My, my, my office was my room in the hostel. It was, I was, it was a church. And that was my room. And she sat across and I sat behind the desk. I said, Let us pray. Father! Hey! I prayed. Now, when you are praying for people, don't close your eyes all the time. Don't close your eyes all the time. Watch and pray. Wow. In the middle of the prayer, I opened the right eye just a little. And I saw the girl just looking at me like this. When I saw her looking at me, my spirit was discouraged in the prayer. And the prayer came to a rapid conclusion. Father, in the name of Jesus, amen. And I opened my eyes and I said, my sister, do you believe 
in the prayer that I prayed. And she looked at me and she said, no. To my surprise, I said, no. But I could see, because I had opened my eyes, this girl, she doesn't believe. Immediately I said, I want you to leave to another church. And I gave her other churches. Yes, I gave her several churches. I said, you can go here, you can go here. Because you don't believe in me. Because like I'm a student pastor, you don't really feel that I'm a man of God. So the next Sunday she went to Central Gospel. Yeah, I told her, go. There's a great man of God, the way he is, you may have more faith. And she went there. And after some time, she sent me, thank you for advice. Ah, she should be there. She should be there. Her name begins with L. Mm-hmm. Why should you bless somebody who doesn't want your blessings? So sometimes you just need to ask. So in those days, I used to bless people when they don't need my blessings. These days, I don't just waste my blessing. Genesis 27, verse 38. Genesis 27, verse 38. And Esau said unto his father, Has thou but one blessing, my father, one blessing? Bless me even also, oh my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. <laughs> I want a blessing. I want a blessing. Just say something. I don't want to be in the university without your blessing. I don't know what will happen to me. Bless me. How many of you behave like that? You say, oh, whether you bless me or not, I'm here in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. I came in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I mean, I don't need anything. Yeah, thank God for your life, but I'm okay. Wow. I don't need any blessing. Some people are traveling them. Oh, I see you. I'm going in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. (laughs) But Jesus said, have you one? Bless me. Bless me. This was difficult. Verse 38. Has thou but one blessing? Oh, my father. He lifted up his voice. And verse 39. Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. You see, but he must make sure that he doesn't say anything which contradicts what he said to Jacob. Because he has made him the Lord. He has sustained him and so many things. So, it was a very difficult thing. And it was an Amarifos blessing. But listen, verse 40, and by thy sword thou shalt live. Oh. And thou shalt serve thy brother. Oh. And it shall come to pass when thou hast, shalt have the dominion, thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. That was all that he had. But he got something. Verse 41. And Esau hated Jacob. So brothers and sisters, ask and be someone who attracts blessing. Yeah. Blessed blessings from a father. God is going to it will determine your life. But what I've preached, there's n- nothing 
like oh seven steps to whatever is clear yeah this is what you do to become blessed and a blessing will determine if you like watch and see yeah. and one of the things to do maybe I should just end with that point is to attach yourself to somebody who is blessed that's one of the ways to get a blessing if you like I can give you that point free of charge Genesis in Genesis to Laban Laban said I have seen that the Lord has blessed me because of you I think it's Genesis 20 I'm sure the guy will find it I've seen that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake so ladies and gentlemen attach that's why, that's why Jacob didn't want uh, uh, Laban didn't want Jacob to go because you know that he's blessed when we are blessed you are blessed Amen. Amen. President Mills, when he died, all the people that worked for him in the, ca- in the castle, most of them didn't have jobs again. Because their blessing was because he had been blessed to be the president. Wow. And that's how it is. So I remember when it was his funeral, they took the coffin to the castle and all the staff who had worked there you know, even the soldiers, because if you become a president, you have to choose your own security. Right? It may be an enemy security that has been given to you. All those people are changed. Mm. So you see now, we have a lot of different groups of people who are there, power. A lot of northerners now have certain blessings. They are blessed because their brother is blessed. Yeah. How is that, chairman? Is that how they say it? Yeah. Yeah. They are blessed. The day the blessed person is removed, a lot of people will not have that blessing. Mm. So, always search for. That's why as soon as the president became the president, a lot of people started, oh, I know him. Oh, he's my, oh, classmate. Oh. I even met somebody from Switzerland who said he knows him. (laughs) Yeah. And the person produced a book and said he was doing something and teaching something, was involved with him years ago. Everybody will start to tap into his connection to the blessed person. So, tap into your connection to the blessed. Don't allow something to cut it off. You are a blessed person in Jesus' name. What are the four ways to be blessed? How can, what was the topic? How? How to get myself blessed. Number one is what? Obey the call of God no matter what it is. Number two. Be a good son. Or, how many realize you are not such a good son or daughter? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. You see? Hey, keep your hand up high so that everybody can see. Keep your hand up high. Now you see, this is why 
certain blessings are missing. Yeah. Your father should like you. Your mother should like you. How many are going to work on it? Are you going to work on it? Work on it. Work on it. It's a project. Yeah. Me, I'm always working on it. I want my I, I want my mother to like my mother. My father is dead now, but I want my mother to like me. My uh, archbishop is a father. I don't. I want him to like me. Yeah. Even today, Galatians six six. But it's not Galatians six. But I sent him a friend that we are celebrating Galatians. So I'm 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 telling you that Galatians six six. So you have to also be part of us, and we are celebrating Galatians six six here. <laughs> sure, you'll be joking there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't have Galatians. We have Galatians 6 6. So, as far as we are concerned, it's Galatians 6 6. Yeah. So, he, he will not even know what am I talking about. But it's a blessing. Yeah. You don't know. Try to be a good son or a good daughter. Number three, ask. Say, bless me. You see, you always say, bless me. Your father, bless me. Your mother, bless me. Somebody who has power to bless, bless me. Yes. How many are going to find somebody? That's even you should go and be looking for a prophet. Say, prophet, bless me. And number four. Huh? Attach yourself to a blessed person. That is why I, am, I, I have something to do in Israel. Yes, something to be, a, I mean, connect myself to Israel. Yes. I will bless. There's a blessing in Israel. It's blessed. If you go to Israel, you'll be amazed. The country, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. The Israelis say that we are surprised that people are migrating to us, to, like uh, illegal immigrants are trying to come to Israel. That we have to even close our border. But we, we were the people, the refugees running from the whole world to come to our homeland. We are surprised that Israel has even become so great. Israel, they didn't even have a language. Oh. Every all Jews were speaking Russian or German or wherever they were. Somebody came and rewrote the whole alphabet and the whole language. They relearned the language and introduced it and used it as the national language. This is a fantastic thing. And today is one of the powers, the nuclear power. They are waiting for somebody to start something. They will also play it. Yeah, they have it. I'll bless you. Yeah. So be blessed. Connect. Tell your neighbor. Connect to. Don't disconnect. Don't be silly. Ask your neighbor, are you disconnecting from the blessing? Is that the fourth point? Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and ask God for a blessing.
I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake. Lift your hand high. Don't, don't, don't lift your hand low. Speak to God. Thank you, Father, for your great blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for everything you have given to us. We praise you. We honor you. We thank you all that you have done, all that you are doing, all that you are saying. We praise you. We praise you. Mandes Balanakra. Sheledige Baragalazabalanda. Vendolo Makabalandabaladabaladabaladabala. Hallowed be thy name, Father. Lay your hands on your head. Father, bless your children who have come to listen and to receive your word. Bless them. Help them. Lift them up. Let the curse be broken. And let it be replaced by a blessing. And let the blessing determine their future. I ask for it in Jesus' name. For all those that have been sons and daughters and children. To me, Father, I pray for your blessing on them. Help the weak ones to be stronger. Help those that are faltering to be stronger. Help those that are deviating to be stronger and to come back to the right way. Help those that have cursed their own father to turn around and not fall into a curse. I pray and I thank you for a blessing all that are listening hearing the sound of my voice. Thank you Father. May now the blessing of the Lord override all your mistakes. May the blessing of the Lord override all your past failures and your past failings and all the errors of your life that have misguided you and misdirected you. May the Lord grant you recovery from your past mistakes and may all negative seeds you have sown hey, may they die in the ground may they not bring forth a harvest may the Lord deliver you from a harvest of wicked and evil things may you be blessed in the land that the Lord has brought you into in the mighty name of Jesus I pray Father thanks for this great blessing in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah As every head is bowed, every eye closed, maybe somebody invited you to church today. The first blessing comes when you give your life to God and you start to follow Jesus Christ. If you are here today, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to God. Maybe somebody invited you. Maybe you, 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 you are here for the first time. I don't know. But you want to say, Pastor... I want to give my heart and my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand, your right hand up high, and I'm going to pray with you. I see your hand. I see so many hands. Maybe this is the first time. Maybe you are a fresher. Maybe you've been going to church, but deep down, you yourself know you need God in your life. You want your sins to be washed away, and you want God to come into your life. If you are here like that, your hand needs to be up now. Don't think about somebody standing by yourself because the person standing by you may have settled everything with God already. 
And you are sitting there thinking that it's a group, not knowing that she has finished with God and she's already close to God. Maybe this morning she prayed, but you didn't pray. You think you are the same. We all look the same, but there is a difference because in secret, she has found her God, but you are far from God. This is your chance now to come to God and register in the book of life. As every head is bowed, you want to give your life to Christ, I'm giving you the last chance your hand must go up right now. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to come to me in the front here. Just come. Come from wherever you are. Come running. Come running to come, come. that mercy. Come from where? With your hand lifted up. Jesus With your hand lifted up. Calling. His grace will be your covering. His also want to pray for you you are here you are a christian but not a serious christian like maybe you've given your life to christ before but deep down in your heart every head bow please every eye closed you are a christian but not a serious christian not a good christian i want to say pastor i want to be a serious christian i want to be a good christian i know as you are standing here you are not correct but you want to be correct from today you want to straighten your life Pastor, pray with me. I'm a Christian, but not a good Christian. I want to be a good Christian. If you are here like that, also lift your hand wherever you are in the congregation. I'm a Christian, but not a, a real Christian or a good Christian. Your hand must be up now. God bless you. God, I see so many hands. I'm a Christian, but not serious. But I want to be serious from today. Lift your hand up. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, come come to the front. Come. Come. With your hand up. Come. Come running to that mercy seat where Jesus is calling his grace will be your covering his God bless you God bless you God bless you I'm a Christian but I'm not a good Christian I'm not a serious Christian alright lift up your hands Lift your hands. I'm going to pray a prayer with you and I want you to pray after me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Today, I open my heart. I give my life to Jesus Christ. Oh God, please forgive me for my sins, for my wickedness, for my evil ways. Today, I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior, my Master, and my Lord. Dear Father, please write my name in the book of life. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I give my heart to God. I open my heart. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. 
come into my heart. Change me. Make me a new person. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Now lift your two hands and say, I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. Please write my name. Please write my name. Mention your name. My name is... Please write my name in the book of life. I thank you, Father, for saving me today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.